0: Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, show about tech advice to short how to and why you should care. This is season three, episode sixteen, or overall episode thirty-four.
1: Thirty-four? Dang. Hi, I'm Jade I had the same reaction <laughs> reading that
0: out loud. Are you sure
1: that's not a typo? No, I think it's true. I think it's correct. Okay. Uh yes, I am. And I'm, you are? I am Jay, the interrupted one, but I'm also smart.
0: I'm <laughs> alright, the interrupting one, and I'm also cute.
1: You're so cute. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute.
0: So, as I said at the end of last episode, or rather impulsively decided at the end of last episode, and then we decided to stick with it, this episode is going to be about VR. We are also going to touch on other kinds of reality that are not VR, but before we get to that, I have to plug our after show. We are live on our Instagram at Podcast every Friday at 8pm ET, or you can find us at our website, which is Jade.
1: TechThoughts.gate.
0: I'm not saying it this time, because I can see you looking at me in disappointment.
1: Oh, I'm not sure if it's a disappointment, but go on.
0: Yeah, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, VR, virtual reality, it's become more and more a thing over the years, it's become more and more accessible, it's sort of transitioned from this weird gimmick thing to an actual, well, I don't know what you would call it, but... It's playable, like you can play games on it now. But what is it really? And is augmented reality the same thing? Why are there so many versions of reality out there? You might need a philosopher for that last one and I'm not qualified to do that, but we'll do our best to explain the rest.
1: So yeah, let's get started. Virtual, nope, psych, we're doing augmented reality first (laughs) because it's a simpler concept and it is related. So, augmented reality. Is your garden variety reality? You know, you get up in the morning, you're, you wake up in your, in your bed or wherever you wake up, and that is your reality. It's that with a little something extra, a little pepper on top. Basically, it layers additional information on top of the, quote, real world in some fashion. You can sort of think of it as an extension of the heads-up display that fighter pilots have in their helmets, or on their cockpits, or on some more expensive cars, or even, if you prefer, your favorite video games HUD, where it displays things like ammo, health, and stuff projects like Google Glass are an augmented reality technology um, because it projects information onto glasses and it's overlaid on your real world.
0: I love how you say projects like Google Glass as if Google Glass is an actual thing that still exists and is ongoing.
1: It is, in the enterprise space. It is? Yes, you can still buy them
0: they said yeah no that was a dumb idea we gave up
1: i believe they stopped moving towards a consumer product but they have kept it for enterprise space medical stuff that's a
0: shame because i don't know if anyone watching this show has ever seen ned's declassified school survival guide um cookie but yes cookie yes cookies glasses are like the first thing i thought of when i saw google glass and i kind of desperately do want those in real life oh so I feel that. I feel it's that. it's a shame
1: Oh, apparently Facebook is still working on their uh, AR glasses technology, which we mentioned in our previous update episode. Go check that out.
0: Which which I don't trust because it's Facebook.
1: Right, which is which is why I'm saying you're still out of luck, but go on.
0: Yeah. AR is also found in uh, games. There are a couple of AR games such as FNAF AR, Ingress, and Pokemon Go. You've, you've probably heard of at least one of these, have not played them. I played Pokemon Go for a very long time before, you know, the current situation happened. And stopped me from being able to leave my house, but yeah, the funny thing about Pokemon Go though is that I sometimes forget it's an AR-, AR game because of the fact that like, you can turn off all of the AR parts. Like, you don't you're not required to do the whole thing where it like projects the Pokemon into like the 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 real world. You can turn that off, so I just sort of forget about
1: it. I would argue because it's still using a real world map. It's still AR. No, that's fair. Yeah, I used to play Ingress actually. Uh, a lot of fun. Oh really? Yeah, it was a oh. lot of fun. But instead of going into that, let's move on a little. Outside of games, Ikea actually has a phone app that lets you use AR to figure out what a piece of their furniture would look like in your home, which honestly sounds really cool. And like, remember that fighter pilot HUD thing I was talking about? Yeah. Well, apparently the F-35, as in the $80 million fighter jet that's taken so long to get fixed, that's been considered irrelevant by the US Air Force. That plane's helmet has AR built into it to allow a pilot a 360 degree view of their plane.
0: I can't. Mm-hmm. What would be the practical use case for that, even?
1: Uh, and what exactly? And a fire jet? Yeah seeing things coming at you from behind and on the sides. No, that's
0: fair. I guess I'm leaning towards that just sounds like a lot of extra information that a human being wouldn't know how to process, but no, you're right. I guess it would be useful. Well,
1: a trained, a trained pilot is not just like a regular off the street Joe who's like, here's a lot of information. What do you think about it? Like, you know, it's it's someone who's trained to, to look at it and know how to respond. And also, if you saw missiles in one of your screens, you would be panicking. I don't care how much you're untrained. You'd be like, oh no, <laughs> you deploy flares. You panic.
0: yeah yeah that's fair that's ar so great what's vr
1: vr is a bit of technology that creates an immersive illusion of you being somewhere else if you've seen star trek the holodeck is an example of what we all wish vr could be being like an environment you walk in without any kind of headset or anything special and you just Mm -hmm. are there
0: and you're just there Yeah. yeah
1: Yeah. Sadly, today's VR works through head-mounted displays, also known as HMDs, rather than cool projector technology. HMDs, in this context, uh, contain small displays or projectors that sit in front of your eyes and, well, project you a new reality. They also often contain, like, tracking systems to understand how you're moving through this environment. VR headsets that use a mobile phone often just use the accelerometer on the device to figure out where you are. Accelerometers just measure the rate of change in your movement. Which is what acceleration is.
0: (laughs) I'm wondering how effective that is, given the fact that, just again, from days playing Pokemon Go, the accelerometer is funky. Yeah, it's
1: not great. That's why most people use their phone headsets for porn. Uh, That's why most people use their phone headsets for, like, 3D video and such.
0: Good to know. Go on.
1: Most other headsets today, though, use uh, what's known as lighthouse tracking, which are these small, like, boxes that emit non-visible light, IR light, into a room... That is then calculated against the HMD's reference points. Controllers use the same lighthouses in this case. This is similar to real life actual lighthouses and boats, because, like, your HMD will not track with a real lighthouse, but it will totally work with IR ones.
0: Yeah, which means that you have to sort of physically set up those points around your room. Yes, or um, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not super big or anything, but it is something to take into account that it's like, that it does require you to sort of set up the space.
1: Yeah, but though it has the least like drawbacks other than being static. Yeah. So yeah, they work in the dark. They they actually have some of the best tracking because there's always more than one. So you have at least two Mm -hmm. and those two points of reference help you get very accurate tracking for very cheap. Despite this, Oculus, the Facebook company, does things a little differently, actually. Instead of using lighthouses, the Rift line uses infrared LEDs built into the headset and controllers. These are then picked up by desktop sensors, which recognize the LEDs and calculate positional data. They also have a magnometer, a gyroscope, and accelerometer that helps make it more accurate, and I'm pretty sure so do the lighthouse ones. Those basic sensors are basically in everything at this point. (laughs) See the Nintendo Switch controller, literally everything. The quest line, also by Oculus, is also different than even that the h m d kind of scans your room with cameras and then creates a three d map and then uses those sensors we've been mentioning, pulls them every millisecond to figure out like your position and do tracking.
0: yeah, the thing about that is, as you may have just heard Jade say the word cameras, it's using cameras, which means that the quest does not work in the dark it apparently does have a lights out mode that lets you use the headset in the dark with lesser tracking however the lesser tracking is basically so lesser that you can really only use the headset in like a sort of static seated position not to like play games or anything which i don't know why you would be playing games in the dark with a headset on anyway but just it's just worth noting
1: i was gonna go wink wonk anyway (laughs) yeah good points also, in VR, if you want more immersion, you probably want to track things other than just your head. This requires similar pieces of hardware to the headset. Controllers often use the same kind of tracking as their HMD counterparts, so, lighthouse headsets have lighthouse controllers. Get it? <laughs> Separate VR trackers also exist, which can allow for more accurate body movement tracking. So, controllers will cover your hands, but like your joints, your legs, not so much. So separate VR trackers do exist, uh, which can allow for this, though right now, the only ones I'm aware of only work for uh, lighthouse-based setups, and they are made by HTC, or rather, I guess, Vive now. The exception, though, is the previously mentioned Oculus Quests line's uh, ability to track hands through those cameras we were talking about. So the HMD has cameras, and it's an example of using computer vision, meaning a trained machine learning model. Check out our episode on AI and machine learning this just calculates movement through the chromatic cameras the black and white cameras on the front of the headset which do allow for fairly accurate like finger tracking without actually needing a controller
0: yeah I've I, I have I have an oculus quest um, I have a an oculus quest too the finger tracking and the hand tracking is cool once again it doesn't work in the dark because it works via cameras it is also a little it, yeah, the the all of the all of the like gestures, like basically like selecting things in the menus works by like pinching fingers together. And it's really bad at detecting when you've done that because it expects you to do it with like a certain amount of force. And I don't know if it's just because I have, you know, notoriously terrible motor control in my hands or what, but it just like never actually detects my inputs in terms of like trying to interact with menus. Otherwise, it's fine. Like in terms of actual movement, it's just that's my one nitpick with it. That's fair.
1: I also think they do have the the minor problem because they need cameras. Like once you can't see your hands, they can't see your hands. Yeah. Good luck playing Beat Saber once your sabers don't exist anymore.
0: I've never actually tried playing Beat Saber with the hand tracking. I should see how that goes. Ah, give it a shot. Now,
1: there's also this cool middle area known as mixed reality. We're heading to, we're heading into the Matrix, folks. <laughs> mixed reality brings together the real world and virtual ones. Yeah, that is the Matrix. How is that not AR? Is probably what you're thinking. And I would agree. It's a very dumb, small, nearly intangible thing. That's kind of the point. Mixed reality allows you to interact with both the real world and virtual items that sit in it. It allows you to interact with your own hands. So examples of this technology can be seen with Microsoft's HoloLens, which is considered a mixed reality headset. I believe they've had examples of like, almost like SimCity-esque building through it oh that's so cool it is so cool all of the demos for hololens have been nothing but stellar i wanted one before i got my valve index actually Mm -hmm. but it made less sense because i wanted games and less tool yeah that's fair Mm -hmm. and also hololens is not good for much else anyway tracking wise at least for hololens it uses similar tracking to the oculus quest line only combined with a quote inertial measurement unit which gives more precise position calculations which makes sense since it is like almost being used as an engineering tool at the moment um Mm -hmm. yeah the more you look around the more accurate the map that it builds with those cameras
0: that's awesome yeah
1: it's a very different tool
0: yeah but it, it, it does still sound really cool
1: oh it does yeah
0: uh, yeah, so we don't have much of a what you should do in this episode. This is just another one of those more introductory episodes where we explain the thing. Um, although all of this is worth keeping in mind for our next episode on VR headsets, where we're going to break down what's out there uh, and what you might want to mess with or buy. Yeah, uh, so that's all the time we have for you guys today. I, I'm really excited for the next episode just because I have a lot of opinions on VR headsets. Like I said, I own a Quest 2. I would not recommend them to literally anybody else for a lot of reasons that I'm sure we will no doubt get into next episode. And Jade owns a... Valve Index. Balvin Index, yeah. So we will be talking about those as well as other headsets that are out there on the market and also just whether or not VR is even worth getting into at all. I think it's coming into its own, but I know a lot of people still think it's just like weird little gimmick so yeah it's all very much worth discussing but we hope this episode helped you guys learn a little bit more about what it is and what it isn't and we will see you next week in the meantime remember to check out our after show on our instagram at techbotspodcast at 8pm et on fridays or remember to check out our website if you want to see the links to the stuff we talked about in this episode uh in our not description.
1: And our website is J. Uh techthoughts.gay.
0: Yes. And yeah, like I said, we'll see you guys next week. And because I actually can't go an episode without saying it, uh, although I'll change it up for once. Uh Trans Rights, baby. <laughs> ah, bye. Bye. <laughs>